Hi, welcome to the College Conversation Podcast. I'm Madison. And I'm Mallory. And today we introduce to you what will be coming a bi-weekly segment we are calling A Grain of Salt, where we will discuss and talk about various topics from a biblical perspective as women that we think you should take with a grain of salt. Let's get into today's topic. Yes. <laughs> so today's topic is on our identity in Christ. And essentially, we're going to be talking about just what does that mean to have your identity in Christ? What things distract from our identity? Where we misplace it mm-hmm. and um yeah just how to proactively choose christ above all else so do you want to start us with our prompt yeah i feel like the first thing we should hit on if we're talking about is like what does it mean because mm-hmm. i think so often as christians we i call it christianese where we come up with like token phrases to just throw at people yeah. <laughs> i don't even know if anybody knows what they mean like so like obviously like putting my identity in christ or like mm-hmm. I'm just being intentional with my singleness right now. Or I, I'll pray for you, arguably. That one gets thrown yeah. out there. Like, are you praying Like, how me? are you? Yeah. Can I pray for you? Oh, God but bless like, you. Yeah, but like, what does that mean? Yeah. And so I feel like we should kind of like figure out first, like, what, what are we, what are we really saying? And what do we talk about when we mm-hmm. say this? Because it's not just a token phrase we can throw out and just expect people to understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like, where do we place our identity? Let's mm-hmm. start, let's start there. So yeah. like. Um, what are ways that we can like do that? Cause like, I feel like a lot of time as Christians, we often fall into like, I don't think about it actively though, but like I identify as like a, like a girl who's never dated anybody. Yeah. Like that, like that's or by our denominations with, I'm denominations. a Baptist or I'm a Pentecostal or like, as like my, was talking to my mom about it. She's like, you know, like sometimes you get caught up and like identify as like a mom mm-hmm. or identify as a pastor or someone who is in ministry mm-hmm. or it's about like, what are you saying is your purpose for life? Yeah. Like, is your purpose to get married, have kids, or is your purpose to glorify the Lord and help build his kingdom, help uh, spread the gospel and make heaven crowded. Um, that's one of my favorite sayings is make heaven crowded because Ooh, the kind of, I haven't heard that. I like, yeah, that. it's like all over TikTok and like Etsy, you can find a shirt with like make heaven crowded all over. It's amazing. Why did my brain just go to like a rave room? Like <laughs> yeah. just, like raving. <laughs> I think that's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah. So like it's, we always get caught up in the things that like are actively happening within us. Like obviously we have to focus on our day-to-day life. We, the Lord tells us not to worry about tomorrow. Obviously we can plan for tomorrow, but not set ourselves on as if it's guaranteed because I could go to sleep tonight and never wake up again. Mm. And when we, if I place my identity in, Oh, I have a test Friday or for my homies who are in school. <laughs> so, yeah, student. like I could identify as a college student where my entire life is circled around being broke, being <laughs> n- with no sleep and in school. <laughs> but it's like the Lord has put me on this earth for so much more than that. And I think that, you know, people get caught up in, you know, all the stuff that goes on in their day to day life. And I'm like, no, sit your eyes above. I agree. What are some ways like, because w- I feel like we don't actively, I think that's the scariest thing with mm-hmm. the identity thing is we don't like actively say oh i identify as fill in the blank like we just unintentionally lose our focus and shift where we don't even realize that that has become our identity which is like because i like i had it written down that i think comfortability is the biggest enemy to christians absolutely because as soon as we get comfortable we lose our focus we lose our identity Mm -hmm. we lose like our like purpose because we don't rely on God anymore because we're comfortable. Yeah. Like if I'm in a really like, okay, I love analogies, so I'm going to, I'm going to use them. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Usually they revolve around food, but <laughs> yeah. this one is not going to be Women and food, like, of course. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> All we want. Um, no, but like if we're in like really stormy like seas and it's like mm-hmm. crazy and the ship is going, I don't know, like just it's pure chaos. Like imagine chaos, right? And it's like on the ocean. We throw an anchor into the water to make sure that like we don't get swayed. So when it's crazy, we like rely on that anchor to anchor us down. Mm-hmm. But when we're in chill, shallow water, we don't put our anchor down all the time yeah. because we're chill. So like if a sudden gust of wind happens. We're like, okay, my feet are still on the ground. Yeah. So like if a sudden gust of wind happens and I'm chilling, I could get washed further away than I even realize it because mm-hmm. I'm in calm waters. I don't need my anchor down. Yeah. And the same with God. Like when life gets really intense and crazy, I immediately want to, like as a Christian, I'm going to want to immediately turn and rely on God. But mm-hmm. when things are 
chill like day to day i get comfortable yeah. and sometimes i forget to do that mm-hmm. and i feel like we do the same with our identity yeah but, like we go day to day as like college students as daughters as mothers mm-hmm. as fathers as boyfriends as like as a career person like mm-hmm. if i'm like striving for a job and we kind of lose sight of like yeah. oh dang i placed my identity there and i didn't even realize it yeah well we're really inner focused we always are looking at how can we make an impression on people um especially in the church and as you know speaking as a college student um we're around a lot of people who are doing all kinds of different things you know i'm in school you are a full-time self-working uh, artist yeah. so it's like this is you know you can tell me all this stuff you're doing and i can tell you all this stuff that i'm doing mm-hmm. but what is connecting us it's not what we're doing it's who we're working for and when people start letting yourself like when they start introducing themselves as i could say you know i'm in school for art i could say i'm an art student and Mm -hmm. i'm here i'm you know wanting to go to ucf and i'm wanting to study animation all the all this stuff like i could go on and on and on about the stuff that i'm pursuing about in terms of like work and i could be like you know i'm working for money as well and all these things and about what I'm doing but then it's about realizing that okay but that's not who what defines me none of these things are definite like these things will not be here forever I'm gonna finish school one day I literally just graduated with my AA I'm on to my bachelor's like yeah my bachelor's is gonna end just like my AA did even Mm -hmm. though it felt like it was going forever right so (laughs) things that feel like they're going to be there forever are not actually gonna be there and so when we forget it's about forgetting we have to remind ourselves that Mm -hmm. to set our eyes above that the lord is the one who is putting these things in place for the ultimate goal like we have to remember we have to put on our jesus glasses Mm -hmm. we have to look at the big picture we have to which is the bible like we look at use the bible to look at the big picture which is pursuing the kingdom of heaven and growing it and when we're not doing that and we're like okay but my what i'm doing right now is more important than it's like what are you even doing (laughs) no it's true and i think that was gonna like i think segue if not already kind of answered the question i was gonna say (laughs) sorry no no i love it you're on fire (laughs) just go girl um (laughs) but like what does it actually mean to find our identity in christ because like my initial instinct because i asked my mom this i like she i use her as a bounce board all the time where i'm just yeah. like hey what do you think about this and like <laughs> she's so kind she'll just sit with me in the morning like i'm eating oatmeal and she's just there with me like just listening i'm like what's the meaning of life mom and she's like all right <laughs> like, she here we go again <laughs> yeah. so i asked her i was like hey like we're gonna do this podcast thing like what is your take on like what does it actually mean mm-hmm. to like what is the first thing that pops in your head when i say like put your identity in christ because like for me i think initially my first thought was putting my identity in Christ is kind of like, what do I put my pride in? What am I striving for? Mm -hmm. Like in the sense of like, okay, like I might be like you said, I'm a self-sufficient artist, which sounds way fancier than just a freelance (laughs) photographer. I learned that in my portfolio class. She's like, if you don't work for a corporate job and you're an artist that makes her own money, she's like, you're a self-working artist. You're a working artist. And I was like, word. (laughs) 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 Someone asked what you do. I'm a working artist. Yeah, I am. Point blank, period. Thank you. Wait, I'm stealing that. So yeah, um, <laughs> what Mallory said, I'm a self-sufficient artist. Uh, but yeah, so like my instinct is that like I can be that and like find, you know, like, oh, that's like, I find it really fulfilling. Like, I love it. But my identity is Christ. So like everything I'm doing, I'm going to want to do to bring back glory to God. Yeah. Um, And I can do that in the most mundane things. But mm-hmm. that is me finding my like gravity mm-hmm. in Christ, which is my identity. But then my mom was like, okay, I see that. I see that. She's like, but like, I'll challenge you that finding our identity um, is means like what brings me joy and fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And God is the only one that can truly bring us joy and fulfillment. Yes. And I was like, word. <laughs> okay. Drop that bomb on me. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> so what, what is, you kind of already answered it, but like, <laughs> what was your initial, like, like I said, when we first started, like we throw out token phrases as Christians and mm-hmm. kind of just expect people to understand them, which I think yeah. is just, I think that's kind of lame as Christians. It feels like throwing a tool at somebody and yeah. expecting them to know how to use yeah. like a power tool. <laughs> just throws it at their head. Like, yeah, take it and figure it out. Like if I threw somebody like a soldering iron, I was like, go for it. Like they might not know how to use that tool. So like, or be equipped enough to use it. Like yeah. it's about being equipped as well. And so like, I think as you know, Christians at the church, like I think we fail a lot of the time mm-hmm. with equipping people. So 
what was your initial thought or like what was a maybe misconception you had about the identity finding your identity in christ i think you know it's all about our pride and our egos and which are if you're any normal human will be bruised probably every single day if you're pursuing the lord because the lord's like nope you thought you did it this way he's got a sense of humor i know he sure does (laughs) um but i think you know growing up i always was very self like I looked at my inward self and I was very all about me it was me 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 I was the one on the throne and I remember thinking like okay if I can for example like I used to judge people before they could judge me that was Mm -hmm. my whole spiel because you know who likes to be judged who likes to walk into a room and feel like everyone's looking at them not fun no one likes to do that and so I think for me I very often um I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> Get back on there. Remind me of the question one more time. <laughs> it's a great thing. I'm trying to remember the question. No, I think it was, what is maybe a misconception you have? Yes, misconception. Initially. That's the word I lost. So my misconception was that, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we like using big words in here. I was going to say, it's too early for that. It's, <laughs> it's currently 1.30 in the afternoon. Sorry. It feels like it's 6 a.m. <laughs> um, so a big misconception that I had, though, is that, you know, I, ha- I had all these beliefs that it was all about me. But my misconception was that I had to fulfill every expectation that the Lord put on me. Like he has these expectations for us. Like we, the fruits of the spirit, right? We have to show love. We have to have joy. We have to have peace, all these things. But he puts those things in the Bible for us to learn and to study and to hold within our hearts because Mm -hmm. he knows we're going to fail. And that's what I completely, and it's a pretty blanket statement when he's like i have died for all and Mm. i forgot that so often because it's like when i look at myself Mm -hmm. i'm not thinking i'm not considering i'm not thinking about anyone else but me yeah and so when i remembered and started reminding myself you know it's been about a year and two or three months now Mm -hmm. since i started getting back um into church and my life has skyrocketed but that's because I realized through the Holy Spirit how wicked and how Mm. misguided I was. Like the Lord really revealed to me all these things of my life where I thought it was this way, but it was actually this way. And that's why it's so important to remind ourselves, just like the Israelites, you know, back in Exodus, (laughs) God's like, homies, I'm about to deliver you from this place that has held you in slavery for hundreds of years mm-hmm. and they're like oh word okay like let's do it and then they send this this guy with a speech impediment and he's <laughs> like he's like i'm gonna save y'all and i think i always forget that most a murderer a and a speech impediment, impediment. Oh, and it's like what him. i know <laughs> <laughs> and so and he, you know he's like okay i'm gonna save you through this one measly man and he they, he does it he delivers them and then you know, I say this and everyone who's probably ever heard me talk about anything, I'm like always bringing up this, but they always say, but the melons and the cucumbers, they literally say this. It's somewhere yeah. in numbers. Um, they say it somewhere in numbers. They're like, but what about the melons and cucumbers we had in Egypt? And Moses is like, my guy, what do you, what? I delivered you with a pillar of fire and cloud. And or you're thinking about melons. And you're thinking about cucumbers right now? Like, well, like which, and the funny thing is, you kind of mentioned, like, the whole, like, nobody likes to be judged. I think we're so quick to judge the Israelites. Yeah, for because real. Because we're like, you guys are idiots. You guys are so dumb. But it's like, that's me. But I'm whining about the cucumbers. Israelites. I do that constantly. Like, I think about food all of the time. And so, like, I would I would a thousand percent been right there with him being like, yes. okay, Moses, hear me out, though. Melons. Mm, love those what happened to those but like could we it could it be an argument maybe <laughs> take this with a grain of salt <laughs> and like throw that <laughs> yeah in a little there. sprinkle in there, <laughs> little sprinkle in there. <laughs> um that the israelites placed their identity no longer in christ and they didn't realize mm-hmm. that they lost their shift but placed it yeah. in being slaves yeah and it's not something that they were necessarily proud of obviously like no one wants to be enslaved no one wants mm-hmm. to be suppressed but it became their comfortability. It's what they knew. It, they yeah. knew the melons. Well, we love uh, mulling and just dwelling in the suffering sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, no one likes to suffer. Like, seriously, no one likes to do it and go through it. But we love being able to talk about it. And we love being yeah. able to be like, listen to me. Like, look at what I went through this week. I have gone through the pits of hell. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, the Lord, and then we like throwing the Lord in there saying, but the Lord is good. Mm. And, but not token to phrases. glorify him. Yeah, a token phrase, not to glorify him, but to say like, I 
like here's this thing i went through but like i'm now fine like mm-hmm. i'm okay but also i did don't forget i went through that right and so it's like when we we love to dwell in that suffering and i think sometimes we get comfortable there because mm-hmm. like i know like i've been there where it's like just like hard seasons of life and you kind of get to a place where you're just like like i had it i had a season in my life where like i would ask like any friend i would walk into like church on a sunday be like how you doing answer every time was oh, just tired oh, but doing great yeah oh, i'm tired but i'm good which like arguably like i feel that i'm tired Same. all the time that is like i am chronically tired oh yeah. which i should probably get that checked but <laughs> it's chronically <fine>. sleepy <laughs> chronically <laughs> sleepy but like it just became like everybody was like i'm just i'm i'm tired like that is mm-hmm. their answer and like we got really comfortable with yeah. it that at one point i asked somebody and they their automatic answer to me was that they were tired and then they stopped and they're like actually i'm feeling pretty good today and they realized that it became their like their go-to thing of like mm-hmm. like when someone says like how are you oh, i'm good like even if maybe you're not doing good or maybe you're doing fantastic you might just like this is like what i'm comfortable with saying and yeah. using that we get so comfortable sometimes in our it might not be suffering like mm-hmm. it could just be like a stressful season yeah we get comfortable there or just like literally just having a bad day like i know i yeah. wake up sometimes and nothing's going on i just don't feel the greatest like so for some reason i'm yeah. a little down today but you know that's not a bad thing and no it happens not bad to open up about it yeah. i think it's definitely like i don't know if a two-edged sword is the right terminology for that but there's two points that come from that is number one as the person who says oh yeah i'm just tired we don't feel comfortable being vulnerable we're not confident Mm. enough in ourselves to be vulnerable like are you saying you're tired because you're actually tired or do you just not want to open up to people and then the other side of that is are you being a person who's asking Mm-hmm. are you like how's your day going are you being a person who's being genuine because we can walk by and be like how's your day in passing right. and not even like someone that goes oh good yeah you know and keep walking but yeah. it's about there's two sides to that so you if you find yourself on either side of it you can't just say oh but that's not me on the other side like we really do it both ways yeah. um because you know i it's so funny like i'm definitely as a representative of my introvert buddies um <laughs> the last thing i wanted to do ever was like how's your day going you know Boy. it was always like oh hey what's up you know how's your day and then like okay good yeah cool all right bye yeah. you know it was it just stopped there or i just wouldn't say anything because i'd be like i don't know any of these people <laughs> but Boy. now i'm just like hiding in the corner <laughs> yeah for real like hiding behind my jacket like no one sees me um but <laughs> invisibility cloak yeah hiding. from harry potter like the giant like invisibility <laughs> I can't cloak. See them, they can't see <laughs> yeah for real <laughs> and so i remember but now like i've grown through christ like by mm. christ alone i've grown such a yeah. confidence in myself like i know who i am i know yes. where my identity is and i think that's one thing sorry not to sidetrack again i always do this but okay. um introverts my buddies like oh welcome to the club yeah <laughs> like if you struggle with anxiety of course there are genetic and chemical reactions that people deal with in their physical bodies that can cause anxiety and it can be something that you need to seek professional help over like that's not discounting that at all but also there is just a spiritual anxiety that we have if we're lacking spiritual mm-hmm. um counseling so like I know for me, I was literally in church maybe once every other month. Mm. And then I realized I needed to a change. Like something Mm -hmm. was amiss and I was just so broken. I felt lost. Mm. I got into church and I started going literally like every Sunday, you know, every Wednesday at the time. And now I'm really active in the church and not just through that, but um, through the church, but after building my relationship mm-hmm. with Christ, restructuring my foundation to be supported on the Bible, Word. I realized that I stopped having the anxieties that I used to. Yes, I'm nervous to meet people, but I've learned to actually almost study a script kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. when I ask someone this, I'm intentionally asking them how are, how are they doing? Yeah. But determining how they respond, I can, depending on how they respond, I can determine how I respond after that. And it's like, you got to hype yourself up, hype yourself up because the Lord will give you a confidence about yourself and to yeah. be able to then um, talk and overcome those anxieties. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that I used to place my identity in was in my anxiety oh i'm socially anxious and i know when i first injured like met you i remember that lewis i was like he was i was like hey lewis i want to come back to church but i don't know anyone and he was like you would love this girl named madison she's so great and i was like and 
I had said, you know, I'm really, I struggle with social anxiety. And right. I was like, I have trouble talking and, and getting to know people. Like, I just doesn't come natural. And it still doesn't. But mm-hmm. bec- by the grace of the Lord, like, yeah. I have been able to overcome those fears. And I think it's been really cool for me. Because I remember Lewis bringing you over. And if you guys don't know, Lewis is our, was our college pastor. Yeah. Um, he's one of the bros now. He's one of the bros. <laughs> he's just chill. Uh, but he, like, brought Mallory over and told me. He's like, hey, there's a girl. Her name's Mallory. She loves, like, art. And I was like, say less. Where is she? But then I was, like, scared. Because, like, so I am an introvert. But, like, I'm a, they call it, what, an ambivert? Yeah, can, like, like, flip the it on and off. Yeah. That, like, I can really easily flip it on and then turn it back off and hide in the corner. But I was like, I can flip it on. Like, I'm so excited to meet her. And I was like, I don't want to scare her away, though. Because, yeah. like, they had mentioned that you really struggled with that. Um, but I think, yeah, it falls into, like, we kind of, like, I think sometimes don't even realize that we, like, misplace our identity sometimes. And, like, mm-hmm. and it, it couldn't be, like, a massive shift. Like, it, sometimes it could just be, like, for a second, I forgot. Yeah. For a second. Or it could be, like, for a season. Mm-hmm. Another token phrase us Christians love to Yeah, use. we love our seasons. Ew. Our chapters. <laughs> but you know, we got to make up for it. You know, like we don't have seasons in Florida. We literally have summer, so summer, and like slight breeze, <laughs> and that's it. And then you know, we got to make up for the seasons. No, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's really sad. But no, yeah, no. But I feel that that like sometimes it's just like for a second, we'll, like for, we'll forget or whatnot. But like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because I I just I remember that so distinctly meeting you and and that like anxiety being seen mm-hmm. and then watching you come so out of your shell and now yeah. if you guys don't know which how would you you might not know but <laughs> she's actually a leader of one of our bible studies here now and mm-hmm. she was initially scared to ask questions back when i was a leader oh my word i, I like hated it i would die before i ever you're asked a leading question the discussions which is yeah. like amazing so like it's cool to see that through christ mm-hmm. you were able to do that yeah and um and that's like the power of his of Christ's death though like he has our fear over death our fear over suffering is non-existent and well maybe not non-existent it doesn't have to be there like because of our sin because of our flesh we will fear things and we will have doubt but it's the Lord who's like dude you don't have to be scared like I love you and that is enough and that's one thing I've been learning a lot too is living a quiet life like we don't Mm. need to we love to hype up not just token phrases but we love to hype up our calling like we have this we have this thing that we're meant to do and we're supposed to you know bring power to the world through the through the word of Mm -hmm. of god and stuff like that but it's like also we can live a quiet life i think that's something that like i struggled like little side thing but then i'm gonna i'm gonna bring back and tie it is that like i remember when i was graduating high school I everybody of course like what's your calling like what is Christ calling you to do like all this stuff and I can't I came to a realization that I was like I'm called to bring glory to God in everything that I do mm-hmm. no matter what that is I genuinely don't think I have one specific calling like I'm not called like when I say like I'm a self-sufficient artist I'm I'm a photographer I have my own business which is really cool but I could have been bringing glory to God by being a florist which i was for like three years i could have done Word. it as like a <laughs> event coordinator which i also did i flipped flip, flopped around a lot I jack mean, of all trades right yeah you know? you know or like when i was like a retail sales person at urban outfitters for two months <laughs> when i was like just at high school like stuff like that like no matter what it was even like i once had to work in a mail room for a summer it was atrocious mm-hmm. and but I had to figure out, like, I can still bring glory to God in whatever I do. Wow. I don't know if y'all heard that, but I just (laughs) definitely knocked over my mic. I'm going to trust that Terry could edit that out. But make sure it's close enough, too. Thank you. Yeah. That was so So not used to this setup. (laughs) But I got real passionate. I was using hand gestures. You couldn't see that. It was so fantastic. (laughs) But, no, yeah, that we can find, like, as long as, because if we place our identity, and kind of going back to how I talked about, like, the anchor, we Mm -hmm. have an anchor. We place our identity we can do so much mm-hmm. and find joy and fulfillment like in anything that we're doing. Um, Cause I think, and I'm not going to put a blanket statement on this, but life gets easier when we place our identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that life, like I say that, but at the same time, life is life. We're human. It's hard. It's going to suck. There's going to be really, really rough patches. Yeah. There's going to be, you know, maybe you'll lose a job, persecution, school's going to get tough. Like, relationships friendships like everything it can get really Mm -hmm. difficult but when we have like a firm foundation when we have such security in our identity in christ what brings us fulfillment what brings us joy those really tough seasons become a little bit easier i think it boils down to hope right because yeah if you know i i 
don't know if I'd necessarily gets easier. I think it would it, it stays hard. In fact, it oh, would yeah, get no, no, harder because we're having to not just combat the world. We're combating mm. ourselves. We're combating our yeah. natural, like our sinful nature. Mm-hmm. And when we have hope in Christ, that means literally putting ourselves to death yeah. and in the light of the word. And it's like, whoa. Well, I think, oh well, yeah, actually, okay. Now that you say that, I'm going to like, okay, kind of <laughs> verbally process this. Yes. That like, I think a lot of the times we think, oh, I'm going to become a Christian. Life's going to be so much better. That yeah. is the one thing we're guaranteed in the Bible is that it won't. Yeah. You literally, it'll get worse. He's like, bro, if I suffered, yeah, you're, you're going to suffer. suffer. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, but like we, I think sometimes like kind of develop like, oh, if I'm just a good person, yeah. if I'm just doing things right, if I'm just following the Bible, if I'm being Christ-like, if I'm doing all these things, like life is going to be easier but actually mm-hmm. if you truly find your identity in christ it will get harder but i think when i when i say like easier life doesn't get easier i think you're right i think it will get harder mm-hmm. but at the same time those really really hard seasons i think easier is the wrong word but become like we're stronger to withstand them yes because like i like so i moved so we're in florida recording this um but i'm originally from california and i moved here about like a, two years ago i think now um last wow. track of time that's Man, weird time flies Ooh. whoa um i'm just wow my brain is just like <laughs> i literally just like a yeah. portal down my brain i was like whoa two years but um <laughs> been here for two years now and the last thing i wanted to do was move to florida mm-hmm. like life in california was just like not it it was covid it was crazy it felt like life was falling apart and i was losing everything like i was like you know losing some friends mm-hmm. i had to quit my job like i had to leave some of like my favorite things i had to leave my house my church like everything was like yeah kind of falling apart for me it's a little over dramatic but also not um well when you're in the moment it certainly feels it, like it. it really does um but i place my identity and like when i say this i'm not boasting at yeah. all i'm fully chalking this up to god like this was purely god's mercy and grace that he had a, given me the grace that I could place my identity in him, that I could find my fulfillment and joy. I could mm-hmm. find my peace in him. Yeah. And I was able to withstand that season. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I genuinely don't know how I would have. Yeah. Um, I think it would have been a lot more difficult. And it was a difficult season, but I was stronger because I had my anchor down. Yeah. And I didn't like let it up and just be like, well, you know what? Like, this is just life and I'm going to like cope in ways that i think i can cope like my coping was being mournful like kind of like david in the psalms like just like oh mourning and like crying and giving it to god and like truly being like not questioning god but being like god why is like how is this what's going on like i trust that you put this in my life for a reason and you're gonna sustain me Mm -hmm. but only if you sustain me can i like get through this and so and i did and Mm -hmm. i think genuinely it's because he like i had my identity set my do you focus. think he made you do you think he helped you mentally process things better is that why initially you Ooh, had said maybe easier because i think for me i tend to do that i think um be talking of processing things like i still go through the chemical emotions yeah. and imbalances oh, cool. of oh, like yeah. what is happening like oh, a thousand percent. but then it's the lord who's like okay i have this hope in the lord but also I just I I can get through it mentally better mm-hmm. because I don't have to there's nothing there's an end point there's a goal right like yeah. I have my goal is to reach heaven so I think so I think I think the way that he used it was well one definitely like it mentally helped me process it I think um it was there was that aspect but I think it was also just the way that I handled it mm-hmm. not and again not because the way I personally handle it but the way that the Lord helped me handle it yeah was even a way to bring glory to him that it ministered to some people. Like, um, I have a brother and he has struggled with his faith a lot. And it was like a good chance for me to like, be like, yes, this is a very hard season. He asked me straight up at the dinner table and he's like, how are you not angry at God right now? And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> what an opportunity. Um, yeah. ooh, that sounds so creepy, but I, <laughs> but I was just kind of like, like about to drop some Jesus on you. No, right yeah. Now. It was kind of just like a moment where I was like, okay, I can put me aside and I can just show that like, okay, here, because I put my identity in Christ, because I have, Christ is what was st- like sustains me. I'm able to withstand the season. I'm not angry at him because what's happening is guaranteed. Yeah. I'm guaranteed to go through hard I'm human. Life is going to suck a lot of the time, some of the time, not all mm-hmm. the time. But God will be there to sustain me. And that's why I'm able yeah. to go through these seasons because he's helping me process my emotions, but also like 
giving me that peace that like as humans we just can't not obtain yeah we really can't we can feel like it but god doesn't give us emotions yeah like feel like yes we have emotions and feelings (laughs) but like it's not just like a feeling like a wave of like oh i feel peace and it's like we truly have we have peace like there's gravity like what is peace yeah i i have one thing too is like I've been really honing in on like the difference between like common graces and Ooh. spiritual graces, like the ones that graces um, the Lord gives us, mm-hmm. and it applies to like peace, common peace, mm-hmm. peace that we find. You know, for me, I really love hiking. I love being in the outdoors. Yes. Used to hate it actually, really, because I, girl, I was inside all the time. I was a hermit. My skin, <laughs> though it is pale now, it was like <laughs> I was transparent. Cool, man. <laughs> So I'm just saying, but yeah, so like, you know, that is a common peace that I find. I find peace in silence and stargazing yeah. and being outside and yes. enjoying the sounds and of the nature. Sunrises and the yeah. sunsets. Like I find joy and peace in food. I stink and love oh some food. God, yeah. But the spiritual and divine peace that I find in Christ is peace that no matter what I go through, no matter what suffering, what kind of trauma that I deal mm, with, yeah. whatever literally name it death like i can overcome it through the lord through the strength of the lord yeah and i've been really uh meditating a lot on philippians 4 6 through 7 and it's about the i literally don't have actually i have a note card in my do you i keep it on you were like a straight up okay straight up note card like i one thing i recommend doing is you know if you find yourself that having trouble focusing on the lord like literally keep a verse on you and meditate meditate on it all week yeah so this experience i went through was very not a great experience it was um a really chapter turning event in my life um and i just i really struggled with anger i was Mm. i was angry at the lord and i and that's so valid because it shows how much you care but also you know the lord wants you to question and ask not question him as in his like right whether he's real or not like i I mean i don't know like you can question if he's real but like question him like god why is this happening um allow oh i'm gonna do not lose your train of thought i won't i won't go for it i had a friend that said um she took it from somebody else so like Mm -hmm. you know it kind of went down the pipeline but it was something of like take it with a grain of salt take it with a grain of salt um if we're comfortable how can god comfort us yes so like sometimes if we need to question a situation we're in, it's not necessarily us questioning God, but like sometimes us being like, God, I need an answer. We're seeking God, understanding. Seeking yeah. Understanding. We can seek understanding, yes. but not to like defile what the Lord is right. saying. And so what I was meditating on this week was Philippians four, six through seven. And if you see this note card, I'm not even joking. It is like so tattered. I wish you could have. She's and able, like, pulled it out of her pocket. Bro, it's <laughs> I've not removed it from these pair of pants like ever. And Has like it gone through the wash at all? <laughs> I think so, probably. <laughs> and so, um, I said, sorry, I just loved was thinking no, about no, no. this going through There's the a scripture I can okay. <laughs> Yeah, it says, um, and I change it. What I do is like I change verses into prayer. So, oh, so Philippians good. 4, 6 through 7, I pray that I remember the Lord is at hand, that I not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let my request, uh, sorry, I can't read it. It's all messed up. <laughs> let my request be made known to God and that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard my heart and my mind in Jesus Christ. And so it's like when we're looking at the scriptures, right, you know, the Lord, he provides us these outlets of understanding. He provides us these outlets to know him and to seek him. And that's where, again, we look at the fruits. Yeah. I took this out because at the time, I'm pretty sure I was studying the fruits and I am mm. again for MCOM. But when we're looking at our identity in Christ, like it, we have to understand that it's the Lord who brings us the divine and the spiritual, mm. whatever, like fill yeah. in the blank, peace, yeah. joy, yeah. Uh, ha- other things, just literally anything. So it's mm. like the Lord is the one who does these things. And what yeah. you put your, your falsified, you mm. know, strength in, like I have my emotional support bottle and as does madison yeah. we both have they're our literally next to us right now <laughs> yeah um, like they're just sitting there you know looking all good has their, like 
yeah comfort hydro flask yeah comfort hydro flask like well i hope everyone does or a stanley cup you know you can have a stanley cup stay hydrated yeah no i ain't rich enough for that but mine's just from amazon it's like <laughs> off brand for real <laughs> so it's like you know we have these things that we put hope in that like okay this thing gives me comfort but yeah man the comfort that the lord gives me yes. during these times of suffering is like and then to be able to like testify and say yeah. like people ask you know like there was one time I was in Publix and I was in the line of at the deli market and this lady was just telling me about all this stuff going on her in her life and I was a little annoyed because I was like lady I just want my sandwich <laughs> I was like I want to go home yeah. can you stop talking and I didn't say this to her like <laughs> no, no, no. don't get me wrong I was not I was not rude but by the flesh I was not happy and I went home and I was like dad why is this lady like confiding in me about this? So I didn't ask for it. And he goes, you know that people like can sense the Holy Spirit in you. Yeah, Granted, yeah. the Holy Spirit was not being reflected in my attitude then. <laughs> but he was like, the the Holy Spirit is reflected through you. Like the people will sense that. And when people yes. come to you and ask, you know, like or just talk, it's like take that moment and do not let it slip through your fingers because that is such a beautiful opportunity to spread the gospel there. Arguably, that's because that's your identity, and people see that. Yeah, and like they they acknowledge that. Like, I think that was one of the biggest comments I've been given recently is that somebody said that they had like they could tell that I was like a believer, mm-hmm. but they meant it in like not a way of like oh I could tell you're a Christian, but like genuinely they they could see that I was a believer in the way that I was like conducting mm-hmm. myself, and to me that was the highest compliment I could have ever received because it means that I had kept my focus i had kept my identity i had Mm -hmm. really like you know really just like nailed it down to like what i was and who i am yeah that even when i'm not actively thinking about it that was being portrayed that was being like exuded like yeah no i think Mm -hmm. that your dad nailed that on the head i was like thanks good insight thanks dad for the little nugget little nugget of wisdom (laughs) um no for sure yeah so it's like you know when we're looking at identity it, it can be scary because you know we're trying to answer these you know growing up mm-hmm. everyone's always like where are you gonna go to college yeah. you have a boyfriend or do you have a girlfriend oh my word, yeah. oh my word i hate that that I question like stop that question. asking me if i have a boyfriend i don't by the way I, same nope. <laughs> so it's like you know Calm down. I'm, I'm in my lane like those things don't identify who i am no yeah like i'm not a single i am single but mm-hmm. that's not who i am who i am yeah. is i am a daughter of christ i am this person who the lord has put on this planet yes. to magnify him to further his kingdom oh i have train of thought go for I it i think sometimes too when we lose our identity we become discontent so like mm-hmm. if i place my identity that like i'm a single person yeah like i am maybe like you know, right now I'm so content with that. Like I'm vibing. Like I'm, I'm chilling. I'm loving it. But it's great. But <laughs> it's awesome. stay as single as long as possible. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but sometimes there's seasons where like I'm not as content. Mm-hmm. But it's when I realize that like I place my identity in being single. I'm like yeah. I'm single and I don't like it. I want to change that. I like oh dang. But when I like put my focus on Christ and my identity in that, yeah, I'm like so content in my singleness. Like I'm mm-hmm. vibing. And even though like I still have a desire to like. I would love to get married one day and I'd love to like find my person. But at the same time, I'm really content on God's timing with mm-hmm. that. And I don't need to force my own. Absolutely. And I feel like that can happen with like any number of things. Like as a college student, like if we, you know, place like I'm a college student, that's what I am, but it's getting really hard right now. But mm-hmm. if I place my identity in like whatever I'm Like I'm going to have a degree one day. Yeah. Well, you don't know if you'll get to there yeah. at that point. And, but if I like place it, of like, okay, I'm here to find joy and fulfillment and that comes from god mm-hmm. so now secondary whatever happens like not like it will be will be kind of thing like but kind of those things is like if for whatever reason the ground falls out from underneath me that's okay yeah. i won't like i can get back up again mm-hmm. and it won't be the end of things because i have like my focus set i have my anchor down yeah. i have any number of token phrases mm-hmm. um I think that's like super important. Yeah. So I have a question. Go for it. Thinking maybe like wrap this up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Final question is in what practical ways can we be checking ourselves to make sure we don't lose our identity? Yeah. Because I think sometimes good one. we shift like I think for me and like we kind of talked about like the comfort <laughs> bottles, but um, I like you can't see it, but I have mine right next to me and it has a sticker of Spider-Man on it and it's <laughs> green and it's kind of chunky. Um, but before I had this one, this one's new to me like by a week. My old one grew mold. Um, 
which gave me a whole mental <laughs> breakdown. Let me tell you, I bro just started spiraling. Oh, I, I had someone that was like, "Don't think about it." I'm like, "I'm thinking about it." Like my dad was like, "You're fine." I'm like I'm not fine. Um, he really thought my dad thought he could tell me not to think about it and that would work. But um, no, it grew mold and it was like a plastic white one that was like Adidas or whatever, like squeezy like bottle, and I loved it. Had to get a new one, but it's my comfort bottle, and I realized that how much like comfort I like sought out from this bottle yeah. <laughs> because like I. Like when I got this one, I was like, it's too chunky. Is it too big? Is it me? Does it feel like me? Like if I put the sticker on it, I've never put stickers on my bottle before. Like, and everybody has their comfort bottle. Also, if you're an introvert and like overthink, that is like the worst thing ever. Oh, yeah. Putting a sticker somewhere permanently. Oh my word. The commitment. Bro, like a drawer just full of stickers that I don't know what to do oh, with. Oh, same. <laughs> I had, I, I sat on this one for a year before it got put on anything. Word. And it's Spider-Man. This should could go on anything. <laughs> yeah. But um, no. So like I realized how attached I became Uh because I was so stressed about this new one and I feel like it's the same way with our identity like we get so caught up in like who we are what we are what are we doing what are we wearing who are we who are we with Uh like I'm a pastor I'm in ministry I'm a mom I'm a girlfriend I'm a boyfriend I'm a college student that we forget that like our identity our fulfillment our peace our joy our literal essence as a being comes from God yeah and once we can really put our identity in that we're not sacrificing any part of us like we're not sacrificing well okay take her with a grain of salt we're not sacrificing <laughs> like i'm not sacrificing that i'm a college student i'm not currently but i'm not sacrificing that i'm yeah. still absolutely college student but i'm gonna be able to really thrive mm-hmm. in what i'm doing when i place my identity in christ yeah um i love that and one thing so tonight um i'm this will be long this will be posted after but um tonight i am leading the uh north mcom our missional for, community Bible yeah, studies. Our mission, thank you. My yeah. brain was like, what am I leading? <laughs> um, our missional communities student led group tonight for our North, uh, North location. And at the end of it, um, I challenge, I have a challenge and it says to write on a sticky note, one to two things that you can remove from your daily routine that distract you from God. Ooh. Fill that time with prayer, reading scripture oh, or man. reflection. Um, you can do praise as well. Like I literally anything, relating to the lord obviously and place that sticky note anywhere that you will see it continuously and that's one thing that i had to do um i did something similar except on my phone because you know i never go anywhere without my phone like it's literally my watch essentially (laughs) yeah um it's my buddy and so i put on my phone every three hours an alarm would go off and it was Mm -hmm. i stole this from someone else so thank you to that person but (laughs) i said you know the alarm would go off and it would say think or praise god for three things now and then Mm. it would do it every three hours and if you boil it down that is one thing to praise him for every hour and if Mm. you after a while you get through all the token stuff like thanks for my mom thanks for this food you know whatever waking me up yeah thank you for giving me breath in my lungs which is valid that's a very valid one yeah but also it's like you then start to get to those nitty-gritty ones where it's like i've run out of everything to say what else can i praise him for and guaranteed there is something but it is hard to find it's hard to Mm -hmm. remember that and on the days when you're suffering on the days when you're going through the valley it is tough because you're like i don't want to praise you like the flesh doesn't want to praise the lord but it's like it's that choice it's the choosing to decide to desire the lord to praise him and to magnify his glory that he already has within himself to then say okay god i praise you for these things that i don't deserve for the yeah. things that you grant me um so i think a, That's a, good a way, way to check yourself. yeah and it, it really does because honestly i forgot about it like i would forget every time like i'd say my three things and i'd go about my day mm-hmm. and the next one would go off and i'm like man it's already been three hours yeah because time flies yeah and we get caught up in what we're doing and i realized after a while that every hour that i wasn't praising the lord mm-hmm. i was like oh my word like time doesn't exist to me sometimes like yeah. i forget but then all, then gradually i started seeing myself oh i can't like is it time to do my three things yet mm-hmm. nope not time i have 15 minutes and then i and i would jump and I, i'd jump to those 15 minutes and i'd praise god for three things so mm-hmm. you got to build a discipline yeah and i think another thing too is writing down your verses and prayers like asking the lord yeah i help my unbelief you know i believe but help my unbelief 
um, because you can easily just like it's not wrong to be confused it's not wrong to not understand mm-hmm. he literally says in in Ephesians 3 17 through 19 he's like um, that the lo- the Lord's um, what is it shoot I'm forgetting the verse um, the <laughs> Lord's under something which surpasses all understand the Lord's mm. something that surpasses all understanding yeah um, oh my word so sorry I, I wish I could jump in there it's it's aggravating me that's like such a good reminder for me because like i personally i really struggle with like staying in my word Mm -hmm. and that is like such a practical way to make sure we don't lose our identity we don't lose our focus is like being actively in the word and memorizing scripture Mm -hmm. so like that's a good reminder for me yeah because like i try to pick like one verse a year i'm gonna meditate on so like Mm -hmm. last year i was 23 so i was like i'm gonna meditate on psalm 23 Um, that's a good one it's it's an amazing (laughs) one and this year I'm doing Psalm 139. And so like. You're I, 39? <laughs> well, yeah, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, getting old. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm 139 now. Oh, yeah, 139, bro. <laughs> um, but it, it like for me, I like constantly have to like, for, it's just a, okay, I'm going to choose that this is the one I'm going to meditate on. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take a year to memorize it because that's really how long it takes me. Like there's no shame in like if you can be like, I can memorize a whole Bible. I'm like. That's amazing. I cannot. Can I be um, you? <laughs> right? Um, no, I'm like, I will take a verse a year. Like, and that I obviously, there I can read a lot more than the verse, but I will just like, you know, once a day I'll sit. I made it my mm-hmm. lock screen. So like, I'll look at it and I try to make it like something that doesn't become mundane or like yeah. a chore or like something I don't notice. But I actively like, okay, my lock screen is the verse I'm memorizing. I'm going to read it so I can memorize mm-hmm. it. And I can sit and dwell on that Yeah, and store it up and um, my heart and my head for when i need it yeah um absolutely did you find that verse i did um which crystal would be so disappointed in me because i literally i pray over this verse all the time and i forget my see my memory's awful but um so it's uh ephesians 3 17 through 19 but in 19 it's to know the love of christ which surpasses all knowledge and understanding that you may be filled with the fullness of god and um that's the thing is like meditate over those kinds of verses like i believe you can meditate over any verse and the lord will the lord and holy spirit will reveal things to you that you didn't realize the first time you read it Um, whether it's the first time or the 900th time he'll reveal something new to you just pray for it real cool thing about but it's like (laughs) yeah for real and so when you pray for those different verses that are speaking on like misunderstanding Mm. or peace or love or whatever like the lord is the one that provides these things and so when you pray over it's like that's the thing kyle said this in an earlier podcast he said your prayer life reflects your trust in the lord and that hit me over the head like a bag of bricks kyle because i was like okay Mm. (laughs) yeah i was like that's a good one and that's convicting for sure and when i prayed when i started praying i was like why can i not trust the lord like what does it look like to trust god Mm mm-hmm and then I realized it's because I don't pray enough. And so I started really proactively praying any chance I could. And not just praying, but like also talking to God throughout my day. Yes. Just like, God. Yeah. It's a conversation. Like, yeah, literally, like as if he's on the phone with you. Like, God, yes. what's going on? Like, hey, dude, you should have seen this bird that I just saw. Your design is so cool. Thank you yes. for making this bird. And like, I think like if you think about it, like I, when I don't trust somebody, I'm not going to tell them things. I'm not mm-hmm. going to come and talk to them it's like i don't trust them like why would i do that like if i have a crush on somebody i'm not going to be like hey to like a random person that i don't trust like this is the person i have a crush on no random citizen (laughs) let me tell you all my things that are wrong yeah no like i'm gonna go to somebody i actively trust and i feel like it's the same with god when we actively trust god we're gonna come to him we're gonna want to talk to him um and it is a conversation and i think that's like my favorite thing i've learned because i grew up in a very um I grew up in a non-denominational church, but a very strict church that like mm-hmm. loved all of their fancy words. And so like we, they would do prayers and it was this massive like, you know, it wasn't like a speech, but it was like this big word. Scripture was put into it as a whole thing. And I would always like get to the end of the sermon and be like, I'm hungry now. I can't focus. Like, are yeah. we done? These are, are we gonna I'm <laughs> going to need a Sothoris to look up some of these words. But I had a friend that would like start her prayers. Hi, Megan. I'm going to call you out. Megan, my friend, she would start all of her prayers with hi god and mm-hmm. i was like at first i was like whoa that's kind of disrespectful like you're talking to yeah. god you know like the god yeah capital g but i was like then i took a moment i was like oh lord but he's my father as well yeah like i'm a daughter of the king like he's mm-hmm. also my father 
I can have a conversation with my father mm-hmm. and it becomes a more intimate prayer yeah. and something that's so much more personable because it is a personal relationship we have yeah. with him. So when we can do that and we just go about our daily life. Like I think a prayer that he's probably tired of for me that happens often <laughs> is like on my way home from the gym, like usually I'll like play worship music or something mm-hmm. And there's this one street I'll drive down and it's like the one hill in all of Florida (laughs) and it'll come up and then it'll go down and you can see kind of the little divots in the land and all the houses and the heights of the different trees. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's misty and the sun will hit it just right and it's beautiful. And I will always be like, Lord, your creation is so beautiful. Thank you. I know. Like nature will get me every time. Has me on my knees like that every time. And so for me, I think realizing that like, you know, that's prayer that I always go to is just like, Lord, thank you so much for your beauty, your nature. Yeah. And like, that's enough for me to just sit with him and like talk mm-hmm. to him and make it a conversation. Like yeah. you're saying. So I think Kyle also hit it on the head and that was like a good reminder. Good call back to the previous episode. Like I'd be watching these podcasts. I mean, yes. <laughs> be hypocrite if I didn't <laughs> plug our own yeah, podcast. Real. That we're not even <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. I think, I think we hit on like a bunch of topics, yeah. a bunch of different, perspectives and ways to check Mm -hmm. ourselves for identity i did want to say real quick just in closing that you know we got to remember to hold him in reverence too like i love what you said that he is my king but he's also my father yeah he's not my bestie like i won't be like hey bestie like let's go get some father we have to respect yeah like are my father like i hold respect for him because he's the one who brought me into this earth but also he set there to guide me and he set there to love me my earthly father sets the parameters for the Mm -hmm. man that i He's supposed to set the parameters, right? Like for men on here. But then the Lord is the one who sets the parameters for him. And then again for me because he's my king. And so when we follow like the Lord, like we're supposed to remember that, yes, this is my father and I love him and I respect him. And I can talk to him on a more personable level. Mm -hmm. But also he is this mighty king, the king of kings. And the one who he's the same God that he was in the Old Testament that he is in the New Testament and that he is now. And it's like word <laughs> and heavy it, heavy <laughs> i feel like yeah it's one of those that like we just have to remind ourselves like there's a time to talk to him as a father there's mm-hmm. gonna be times to talk to him and come forward humbly almost trembling before yeah. the creator of all things um and it's a it's a balance and yeah and there's yeah different times to talk to him and you know the different facets of god mm-hmm. like he is a judge he is a father he is a king he is lord he has like oh i wish i could pull out of my pocket all of the hebrew names oh again Christian yahweh he, yahweh uh my favorite is um yeshua drink from the wells yes. of yeshua yeshua is uh means salvation but also yeah. god or jesus is called yeshua and drink so, from the wells of jesus yeah so we have to remember that there's like not different versions but you know he is a very plentiful He's bag a, of names he is that a, are all applicable <laughs> just like a bottomless well of just goodness and mm-hmm. anything we, like we can pull from him from anything it's yeah. kind of amazing we love him he's cool yes this was fun yeah i hope we helped a little bit with you know maybe yeah. putting into this token phrase what identity mm-hmm. is um remember to take everything we say with a grain of salt yes, please do because you know we are obviously not the bible so go read your bible yes. and pray to the lord yeah um that he gives you understanding so absolutely yeah. so i hope you enjoyed today's episode <laughs> of college conversations with our new little bi-weekly segment of a grain of salt yeah. and we will see you next time bye bye <laughs> <laughs>